Support for the Zest comes from People's Gas, delivering clean, efficient, and affordable natural gas for cooking at home with precise temperature control. More at floridasenergy.com. This type of food, this type atmosphere, people, they love it. I'm Robin Sussingham, and this is The Zest. Citrus, seafood, Spanish flavor, and southern charm are all about food in Florida. Today, we're heading to Tarpon Springs to explore the flavors of Florida's Greek town. Thanks so much for joining us, and if you haven't yet, please subscribe and leave us a rating on iTunes. It helps other people find our podcast. Support for the Zest podcast comes from Seitenbacher brand natural foods like muesli cereals, oils, oatmeal, energy bars, gluten-free fruit gummies for the kids, organic coffee, and more. Available in supermarkets, health food stores, or online at seitenbacher.com. Miami has Little Havana. Orlando has Little Vietnam. And in northern Pinellas County, you'll find Florida's Greek enclave of Tarpon Springs. In the late 1800s, Greek immigrants established the town's sponge diving industry. Today, visitors flock to Tarpon Springs not only to buy sponges, but also to sample the authentic Greek food. Mykonos Restaurant has been a Tarpon Springs institution since 1992. Our producer, Dalia Cologne, recently stopped by to chat with the restaurant's founder, 79-year-old Andreas Salaveras, and his 23-year-old granddaughter, Nicole Pastis. This was recorded before the coronavirus pandemic, and the restaurant was bustling. So the three of them went around the corner to talk at Fornos Bakery, which the family also owns. So will you introduce yourself, tell us your name and what you do. Andrea Salivaras. I'm the owner for the Mykonos and the bakery, of course. And uh, I come to this country very close to 60 years ago. And I'm very proud because I come to this country. Because they, this country, they in Dartmouth, even so with, with our language, for the beginning. And you. My name's Nicole Passes, and I am the granddaughter of Andreas. And um, right now, I'm in nursing school, but I've been helping him since I've been in middle school. Helping him at the restaurant and bakery? Yes. What do you do there? What were you doing when I came in and drafted uh, you for this conversation? Oh, well, it depends on the day. We don't have a specific role at the restaurant, so even my grandfather will be on the floor busing. We've done that multiple times, doing the door mainly the register, answering the phone calls, so it just really depends. Andres, tell me about where you grew up in Greece and what brought you here to Tarpon Springs. I grew up in a small island, they call it Kimolos, who is done in English, Michok, and a very small population, maybe very close to 1,000 people. And I go to the school there, elementary school, Last two years, I finished my high school. Three years, actually, I finished my high school in Athens. And then how did you end up here in Tarpon Springs? My first destination was in Cleveland, Chicago. And then after I started to promote the gyro sandwich, going different places in the United States, 
And I come to the to Tampa actually. For the beginning, my father-in-law and my mother-in-law used to live here, so I planned to come over here to visit them. But the same talking, I bought a place in Tampa, but we live in Tarpon Springs because we have to know Tarpon Springs is very famous for the Greek town. So you came here to promote the gyro sandwich. And is that how you pronounce it? Is it gyro? Is it gyro? Set the record. Gyros. A lot of people, they pronounce gyros. But it is it's the gyros. It is the gyros. And then the same token, I'm going to promote the gyro, of course, to make money too, in State Fair in Tampa. Now, Nicole, when he was talking about how... Tarpon Springs has a reputation as a Greek town. You were nodding. How do you describe Tarpon Springs to people who've never been here before? What's it like to walk down the, the sidewalk in Tarpon Springs? It's like a little piece of Greece. I think so. Like, I have personally never been to Greece, but what I've heard about it, like the live action outside, you get to sit, you're by the water, you get to experience, like, different people from all over the world. We had people yesterday come from Europe, and one was from Japan, and it was just it's just nice. It's nice to have, it's like a family anywhere you go in Tarpon Springs. Absolutely. And that family likes to eat, which is what we're here to talk about. So tell me about the restaurant. And then we're sitting in the bakery because the restaurant was so packed that we could barely hear ourselves think, which is great for you. Not so good for the podcast. <laughs> tell me about how the restaurant got started. First of all, I'm the, all my life in the food business. And I have a restaurant in Cleveland. But after I moved to Florida, I came to Tampa. I bought a place, most American, but I put a few Greek dishes. But I'm specialized on Greek food. What I believe, Tarpon Spring is a place to open place for the Greek food. Because percentage-wise, the people, they come to Tarpon because the Greek town, that's what they call it, and lately we call them Epiphany City. So all this, you know, is the flavor of the Greece. So we don't want it to lose the flavor of the Greece. So I feel this is really, really Greek town with the Greek food. What year did you open Mykonos as a Greek restaurant, and why did you name it Mykonos? I opened 1992 with my wife, and we make it a Mykonos because percentage-wise, a lot of people, they know island of Mykonos. We feel the people who come to our place, Mykonos, we feel it is our guest. Like we say... Same thing if you go to Disney. The people say, is my guest. Of course it's our guest. We have to welcome every single one. So it's be our guest on the Greek Isle of Mykonos. Pretty cool. I have to go back to something you said. You said that the nickname for Tarpon Springs is Epiphany City. Why is that? Epiphany City is because we celebrate every 6th of January the baptism of the Christ. So, but this one is not only for Orthodox, it's all for the all Christianity. That's the reason 
we, we, I think the city, they recognize Epiphany City. That's what we see on the news when we see all those young men diving into the water when it's freezing outside for the celebration of the Epiphany. Nicole, for someone who's never experienced Greek food, what are some of the most popular dishes at Mykonos restaurant? Well, I think the one that we that has been ordered a lot is our lamb fricassee. So it's our cooked lamb leg with the endives like glazed on top. That's our most famous dish. Another thing is that a lot of people come in for like the big, like we do the whole fish. We make it look really nice. We can do it grilled or fried. Those are like our two main, right? What did you say? Our two main top dishes that we have. What type of fish? So we have yellow snapper and red snapper. Our red snapper can feed up to what? We can do like four or five people. Yeah, we have our bee liners a little bit smaller. And then our yellow tail could be up to two people. What are some of the flavors? Andreas, you mentioned the flavors of Greece. What are some of those spices, Nicole, when you're in the kitchen? What are some of the items that you find yourself reaching for again and again? We do um, lavi, which is oil. And then we have oregano, garlic, salt, and pepper are like our main spices that we use on every dish. Okay, my mouth is watering now. <laughs> What's been the most challenging part of having this restaurant over the years? You have to love what you're doing. You have to be, you have to be on top of it, not only to the employees, but you have to be on top of it to the people, to the guests. You talked about making sure your employees are happy. And I know that a lot of your employees are family. So, Nicole, how much of your family works here? I feel like I've already met quite a few members of your family. Well, that's all of them right there. So it depends. You know, go across the street, see my uncle. I'm at the restaurant with my grandfather. My mom also works there as well. So I can see her in the back when I have my little woosaw moment, my break. And then my aunt will come around here and there. What advice do you have for families going into business together because you're together much of the time all of the time (laughs) we are all the time together um i would have to say that we have to once you get home you need to put work aside and remember that it's still family i also think it's really important to you know take a breather and actually sit down and eat with each other because it's surprising enough we don't really do that that often because we're so worried about everybody else the cobbler's children have no shoes, right? Yep. Nicole, you said you started working in the restaurant when you were in middle school? I wouldn't say working. I don't really call it working. No, this isn't like a... <laughs> no. <laughs> That's illegal. No, 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 no. no, no. no, no. It's actually part of our culture, though, that even as a young age, kids are supposed to be doing a lot of chores around the house, helping your parents as much as you can. I mean, my grandfather. No, when I was in middle school, I remember my grandfather would pick me up and we would go to the Funos, and he would bake. Funos is our bakery, our other bakery that we had. And we would bake right before class, so it was like 5 o'clock in the morning. And then after that, we would then we'll eat, and then we'll go. He'll drop me off at school. Wow. Let's talk about some of the baked goods. We're sitting in the bakery. I don't know if I can do another interview in a bakery. <laughs> this is like a test of will here. What are some of the most popular Greek baked goods? Most of the people, they like the baklava because for many, many years, everywhere you go, they use the baklava. We have the quality of the bread. We make some special cookies, who is the homemade. It's not 
like to say, you know, everything we do, we do it because we love it to do it. We love to present to the people. I love that. Tell me, what is a great cookie? I mean, they look good, but what makes it different from a, you know, chocolate chip cookie? Well, it depends because we have so many different kinds of cookies. Of course. But a majority of them, though, we usually have them in the, in the morning with our coffee, and we kind of dunk them in, if that kind of makes sense. Okay. And then um, the majority of them have to be like a vanilla. It's like a very light, so they're not heavy. They don't have any sprinkles on them or any, any what, um, like cream on top of them. It's just very, it's like very natural. Yeah, kind of like a... Not exactly like a biscotti, but the idea of dipping something in your coffee. Correct. Mm -hmm. Have you thought at all about the restaurant's future? Are you trying to keep it traditional? Do you want to mix in some more modern dishes or techniques? What do you think about that? No. To my restaurant, no. I don't want it to do Mykonos modern. I want it to keep it the same because... This type of food, this type atmosphere, people, they love it. The hospitality and the food go together. All right, we're going to start to wrap up here because you've got another group of tourists coming in. It's a good problem to have. But, Nicole, you mentioned that you're in nursing school. So what do you see as your future in the restaurant? I think I would actually put nursing as a part-time and do what I can at the restaurant. It's not that, of course, doing something every day, we're like, oh, you must be, like, really bored of it. And I think my favorite part is just being surrounded by different people. As I said, a lot of people come from all around the world just to try his food. I feel like I would always just want to be involved, like, somehow, somewhat. Finally, is there a dish that someone could make at home? I don't know if you can share a recipe or... <laughs> yes, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't mind to share with everybody because that's my... I'm very proud if somebody asks me, say, tell me how you do this dish because to me, it make me honor. Somebody called me and say, okay, Andy... I need it to give me this recipe because I'm going to make home. I don't mind to do that. Everything is easy longer you love to do it. Everything. Nothing, nothing difficult is longer you love your cooking. But not only your cooking, but whatever you do in your life, if you love what you're doing, that's amazing. Okay. Can I add something into that real quick? I, it's funny that you said that. I had um, one of the people that he gave his recipes to, they said that they did exactly what, they, what he told them to do, and they couldn't. It wouldn't turn out the same way. And I mean, Babu was like, no, it's the way. Like, how much did he put in? And they're like, oh, a teaspoon of this, a cup of this. And he's like, no, you just look at it and you know. So I think it, yeah. So I think I don't even with the recipes. I don't know how well it's going to be the same. You just have to, as he said, put the love into it. You just got to know by looking at it, right? Just throw it. Oh, you're one of those. All right. Well, Andrea Salivaras and Nicole Pastis, thank you so much for your time. And, um... Much success in the future of Mykonos. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you coming to see us. We really do. Thank, thank you so much. That was Delia Colon speaking with Andrea Salaveras, founder of Mykonos Restaurant in Tarpon Springs, and his granddaughter, Nicole Pastis. 
They shared recipes for two of the restaurant's most popular dishes, lamb fricassee and tomato cucumber salad. Find them on our website, thezestpodcast.com. To learn more about the family behind Mykonos, check out Dalia's article in the June issue of Forum, the magazine of the Florida Humanities Council. That's at floridahumanities.org. Thanks for listening. I'm Robin Sessingham. Dalia Cologne and I produce The Zest with help from Cheyenne Jaglal and Mark Hayes. Copyright 2020, WUSF Public Media, University of South Florida.